Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of Murfreesboro. It is an honor and privilege to share this time with you. We love studying the scriptures and feel they are central to our preaching, teaching, and living of the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel. Our mission here is to grow disciples of Jesus Christ who know him, love him, and serve him for the transformation of Murfreesboro and the world. It is our prayer that God would use our preaching and teaching to do exactly that. If you have questions, thoughts, ideas, or just want to talk a little bit more about what you've heard today, we love to hear from you. Most of all, know that you are in our prayers as we listen together. Now, let's dive in. Well, good morning. Over the last several weeks, we have been in a sermon series called Connecting to First Things. Throughout it, we have heard quite a bit about conflicts and struggles that faced the early church in Corinth. We have moved through many beautiful yet challenging passages that bring us to our scripture this morning. 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 9 where once again we are challenged and brought closer to the understanding of the true call that God has placed upon the church. Hear the word of the Lord. And so, brothers and sisters, I do not speak to you as a spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ, I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving according to human inclinations? For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely human? What then is Paul? What is Apollos? Servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose. And each will receive wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants, working together. You are God's field, God's building. The word of God for the people of God, and so we say, thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Loving and holy God, we are here. We pray that over these next few moments that you would help us to be fully present and able to hear something from you this day. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Amen. Have you ever had the experience of dealing with people? 
and you're trying your best to delicately handle a situation or a conversation with a kind but firm word to help them understand that they need to do better when all you really want to say is grow up and be an adult. You're acting like a child. I have to be honest, I have um, many of those moments. And I have to wonder if this is how Paul felt as he wrote to the church in Corinth. I wonder if his thoughts were, get it together, people. Just grow up. Throughout his letter to the Corinthians, we find him talking about many different themes over and over and over again in different ways. And this morning... We move back to a theme mentioned earlier in the book, division in the church. Throughout Corinthians, Paul approaches this specific theme in a couple of ways, but in this text, he seems to be quite direct. After building off of the words from chapters prior where he writes about having the mind of Christ and using the wisdom that God is giving, Paul tells them that until they seek that oneness that is created in the body of Christ in which the church comes together, they cannot move from where they are. Or put in terms of food that easily goes down for most, milk. Instead of being able to swallow meat or more than what Paul can give them. Ultimately, one of the struggles that I believe that the church of Corinth had is one that we struggle with today. They struggled with which teacher was better, Apollos or Paul. For us, we have our own struggle struggle of who is the better teacher. It just often has a political spin to it. We may even be trying to ask ourselves really good questions, like how to be in the world, but not of the world. It's a really good question. But when we get stuck in the struggle or the conflict, which is already so present in the world today, they and we often get distracted by the how that we forget to do. Or in the words of Andrew Shepard from the movie The American President, which is by far one of my favorites, he said, I was so busy keeping my job that I forgot to do my job. Ultimately, the people of Corinth had lost sight of what was important. They lost sight of the fact that God meets each and every person exactly where they are. They lost sight of the fact that the Spirit lives within them and dwells, giving the mind of Christ. The bottom line isn't the method. It's not about the planting. It's not about the watering. It's about the growth. It is about what God is doing in and through them, often in spite of the conflict. With all that being said, we do still need the planting and the watering. We need those who pour into us, challenging us and encouraging us. We need the people who surround us. 
We need one another, and they need us to do the same. In fact, Paul reminds the people of Corinth of our need for one another by saying they and we are all God's people. They and we are the field. Or put a different way, the church. If we were to read on throughout 1 Corinthians, we would find that Paul reminds them multiple times of this connection to one another and the importance of working together. He reminds them that while they are all unique individuals gifted in many different ways, they all make up together the body of Christ and that each one has an important place. Now, it is my experience that when someone writes or says similar words more than once, it is likely that the reader might be missing something, or maybe just that the one who is receiving the words, however they are being presented, needs to actually listen to them. Multiple times in 1 Corinthians, the people of Corinth and we are reminded of the importance of community. Henry Nouwen, someone who understood community in ways that I have not yet experienced, once said, the church is not an institution forcing us to follow rules, but a community inviting us to still our hunger and to thirst at its table. We, like the Corinthians, are invited to still our hunger and thirst at the table together, which is already set this morning. We are invited to embrace the God who loves us and meets us exactly where we are, never leaving us the same. We are invited to come together to grow up, to eat solid food, to grow in our spiritual maturity, connecting us with God and one another. Several weeks ago, I attended a church in Raleigh, North Carolina. And they have a moment in their service very similar to the mission moment that we just heard this morning. The man who spoke, um, you could tell, was very nervous when he got up and he spoke about the community that he had in the children's Sunday school where he taught. He finished his words and the pastor goes on to say this. We hope that you will find a place to serve and find community. Being known is something that we all desire. But we cannot do that for you. It lies on the other side of taking a brave step, signing up. And then another brave step, showing up. And then another brave step, to keep coming. As I heard those words, I have, I have thought about them over and over and over again. Because it applies to almost every area of life. But this morning, maybe that is the first thing taking the brave next step to be present 
And then the next brave step to keep engaging. And the next brave step to live in community. Allowing this community to love you and care for you. And for you to love and care for it. In such a way that allows the Spirit to move within us. Knowing that the Spirit that dwells within us gives us the mind of Christ, helping us to love and serve, not just one another, but throughout our community. Something to think about. In the name of the Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer, may the people of God say, Amen.